This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If you've got a sticky mo, you know the place to go. If I were you show... Love it. I did that. No. Well, no, what I, I inspired it to be okay. what it was. Huge difference. I'm saying huge I, difference. I'm saying that, like, cosmically, I wrote and recorded that song. No, you didn't. No, I'm just no, like, what you're not, saying. I didn't write or record it, but like, okay, I, so I'm then the, say that. That's it. <laughs> I'm no, the. You reason. don't say anything else. Yeah. you didn't write or record it. I know, you but I am it. the reason that it that it is. <laughs> so thanks to me for making it or creating it, like. You're so grandiose. Nobody knows who made the Mona Lisa. They know who yes, the they, they know who the lady is. That's the exact opposite. It's not the called whatever the artist was. You don't know who the, was it, the Da artist? Vinci or some shit. Jesus Christ! And then so and then they call it the Mona Lisa, right? Of and, course. And do you know why they call it the Mona Lisa? <laughs> um, no. Because I'll tell you why. Because the person in it. The hot, the girl with the, the fucking girl, the the girl with the 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 tits on it Jesus. was called. It was her name was actually Mona, and her last. I thought name the was whole Lisa. thing is that they don't know what it is. There's like a theory that it might be right. Yeah, but I'm saying like, it's better to inspire art than to make shit. <laughs> You're a bad person. <laughs> and the, through. If you want to know who wrote that song for whatever reason, yeah. The fucking Picasso or whatever. Not even Picasso, because that's a good artist. The guy who made that... You think Picasso's good? The guy who made that shitty song. It's interesting that you like Picasso. Timmy Badger from Taunton, England. So thanks, thank you, me. And thanks, Timmy. Oh, how about this? His name is Timmy Badger, so I'll say, thanks to me uh, for making that song. Interesting. The Mona Lisa is... uh, it's, It's a... Portrait of Lisa Girardini. What are you reading? Just a, just Mona Lisa's Wikipedia. And well, Lisa del Giorcando. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Her name was given to Mona Lisa. Her portrait commissioned by her husband and painted by Leonardo da Vinci during the Italian Renaissance. 
So I, I guess I nailed the Da Vinci part. Why is the Mona Lisa so good? Like, I could pretty much do that. <laughs> I think it's her chubby hands that were, like, kind of unique for the time. Really? Yeah. So do you see how her hands are sort of crossed, but the right one is a little, a little plump? Oh. No, not really. Like, do you see how, like, you probably couldn't put, like, a small little wristwatch on her? I think you could. Right. Well, I'm saying, like, she doesn't have a she doesn't have a bony wrist, right? You see how it's kind of uh, it's kind of inflated a little bit. Uh huh. I think he was the first one to do that. Oh, it's on the Wikipedia. It says it's the subject, uh, the subject's expression. I see. Yeah, that too. Enigmatic. Well, not really. She's just smiling. I think it's monumentality of the composition. Oh, I see. The subtle modeling of forearms. Oh no, sorry, just as forms. Fuck. And the atmospheric <laughs> illusion. Does it mention anything uh, about her? novel qualities that Whoa. have contributed to the fasc- fascination of the uh, I'm just study. counting her fingers. She has three on her right hand and two on her left. No, no you're looking I, at the wrong thing. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Mona Lisa. Oh, oh this one looks huge. normal. Okay. She looks fine. But didn't anybody else do some stuff that was fine like this? You would think so, right? Like when he finished it, was he like, this will be the most famous painting ever? Or, yeah, and when other people looked at it, weren't they just like, oh, I draw portraits too? Yeah, Leonardo. look at this one's called uh, Dana Ryan, and she's also kind of smiling. Her hands are equally chubby, and I think that's it in terms of what the, makes what the Mona unique? Lisa unique. Uh, I wonder how much it would cost. Well, oh, it doesn't matter. To buy? Yeah, if I wanted Lisa? to purchase it, just to have it at my place would be kind of fun. Because I'm looking for, like, to put, like, a little piece above the, you know, in between the window and the living room and the kitchen. I figure if I put, like, a little something there, like, if it's the Mona Lisa or something. I think it's, I actually, unfortunately, I do think it's priceless. So I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. Well, I got some, I got some priceless things that I can use to buy. In what sense? What do you mean? What do you have that's priceless? Like, a a child's smile. Something that you can't that. put a price on. Yeah, you don't own that, so you can't really trade that for the... Like, how would you... You would walk into the Louvre and be like, uh, hi, you you have a priceless piece of art, but mm-hmm. I have uh, a child's smile. <laughs> That's right. And you would trade it? A baby's first laugh, I would say. But how would you give them that? Well, I would have a video of it. So... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Thoughts? We alienated anybody that's listening to this podcast for the first time, <laughs> well, which is exactly the way I like it. And now that we're here with just our fans that and that don't appreciate art history, we can let you know that this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Mona Lisa. And I am smiling. Um, you know what I had earlier today? Diarrhea? I did. <laughs> not diarrhea, but I... Do you ever have a pee that comes out not s- straight ahead, not a laser? Oh, yeah. What is that? Uh, well... Sometimes uh, it just goes off I'd to the left. I'd venture to guess you masturbated recently. <laughs> Sometimes uh, uh, the dried semen hardens in your urethra. <laughs> no, and, it wasn't uh, that. <laughs> and it... Uh, yeah, it it makes the, the pee hole close in a certain way or it blocks off. Oh, yeah, the urethra. Have you ever had a double stream? Yep. It's called a snake. <laughs> Really? Well, Did no. You just come up with that? Yeah, I'm just calling it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's when you take a hiss instead of a piss. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice. And then, have you ever had one that went straight up instead of down? Uh, yeah, I've like also it. had one that went angled down straight into my shoes. 
Oh, so straight down. Yeah, straight straight down onto the legs. Have you ever had one that did a lasso, so it went into the toilet, began to boomerang back up into your kidneys? Yeah, you realized you have control of it. You yeah. can harness the power of your piss. Exactly. You walk outside, wave it, <laughs> yeah. throw it around somebody. And yank them towards them to you. justice. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had one that became glasses on you, so it pissed up in the air, and then it went over your eyes, I and had it made one, a little glasses. I had one that was a monocle, not full glasses. <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask that. I didn't ask if it was a monocle. Right. Well, I'm saying it's Have you ever had close. a full glasses one? No, I never had the full glasses. Have you ever had a top hat one? Yeah. That's where it goes up that, in the air. I have forms had a to, to the, the top, top hat. hat. Yeah. And it forms... Well, mine was more of an umpire's cap, because so it, it was wasn't a, a short It brim. wasn't a top hat. All right. Yeah, but it's still pretty unique. Have you ever had a Groucho Marx one? Um, that's glasses, it's fake, fake nose, and mustache. mustache yeah. I've had just glasses and mustache, <laughs> that's but that's not it. Nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you haven't. Anyway, that's why I like to pee sitting down. Is all. I don't like risking it. You always pee sitting down. Not always, but if I could, if I can do it, if I if I had it my way, if I had my druthers, you better believe I'd be sitting down every single time. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. <laughs> wow. You what do you more than fifty percent of the time you pee sitting down? Yeah, 50 is about right, 50-50. Because at work, I usually don't sit. Uh, what if there's an office with 11 guys, one girl? Do you still leave the seat down all the time? What's the more polite thing to do? Yeah. Because um, I think I guess like I probably still would because I don't really adapt like how I do the seat. It's like just an ingrained habit that I always put it down. Do you lift it up and then pee and then put it down or you piss through the seat? I lift it up and put it down. Oh, interesting. I piss through. I try to piss through. Oh, and you, you just try to have perfect aim. Yeah, perfect aim. Um, and then do you ever wipe if you pee on the seat? Oh, absolutely. I think there's usually enough splatter that, it, it's, that not worth it's, it. it's not worth it. Like, I would just be wiping every single time. And touching the seat over and over, you don't mind? I use my foot. I'll use... Got it. Yeah, I'll also use my foot. I was well, some, say, and I use well, I use my foot to lift the seat up and down, and then my teeth to flush the handle. Use your teeth. Yeah. So well, you I don't get, get my hands dirty. So I'll do foot, lift up the seat, take a piss, foot, bring it down, and foot then, with your shoe. Yeah, with the shoe on, and then I bite my, and then I bite the handle, and I sort of pull it down with my neck. <laughs> you bite the handle, but you pull it down with your neck. Well, like this, chomp, chomp, and then like you move the neck. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even nodding. You're just sort of retreating like a tortoise. You're yeah. retreating your head into it. Well, it's tough. Aren't you, you afraid your tongue might touch the handle? It doesn't really touch the handle. It's mostly <laughs> teeth. Sometimes teeth and lips. Yeah. The tongue hits the handle a little bit. So you're sucking on the handle I'm almost. I'm sucking on it. I'm just biting down on it, moving it. And if like there's a little left over, then yeah, I'd like swallow it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, uh, what I'll do is as I'm as it's flushing... I'll sort of uh, <laughs> spritz, <laughs> spritz some of the water like it's almost like it's ocean breeze yeah. onto my face like and cologne. neck. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as it's done and it starts refilling up with clean water, I'll just start drinking out of it like a dog <laughs> at a fucking water bowl. So I'll lap it up. Wow. Tongue to throat to That's neck to, 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 to body. Everyone has different bathroom behavior and it's hard to really know how everyone behaves in there. Because um, you never see it. You, you never really learn talk it. about it because it's uncouth to mention at dinner parties. Right. And I think that's why it's nice that we have a podcast where we can be ourselves. Also, nobody ever teaches you. Yeah. You just sort of go in there and you hope that you're doing it the way everybody else does. And that's why you drink the toilet water. <laughs> and then, yeah, then I I bring it up once in passing and I realize that like maybe three or four people out of 10 drink the toilet water. Well, it's probably less than that. Probably yeah. less than that. Yeah, exactly right. Even worse. You might even be the only one that I know. <laughs> that's fucking... Out of thousands. That that hurts to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you're different. <laughs> yeah. And, yes, and yet it's kind of cool. 
No, it's not. Uh, so this podcast is about a couple of guys, us, answering questions from a couple of you, everybody else on earth. Uh, they'll email us at show at gmail.com. They got questions. We got answers. Uh, these are people in seek of our guidance, our advice. This one is from a guy who we'll call. We're going to give him a fake name just to preserve his anonymity. You gotta. We'll call him Leonardo. That's it. I don't want to give too much away. But it's probably Da Vinci. Probably. Leonardo writes, I'm taking this thought to the shaft factory every weekend. Do you know what he's talking about so far? No. So thought means like a hot girl and the shaft factory means he's having sex with her. So I'm taking thought this. is a hot girl? T-H-O-T, yeah. Did you look that up? No, Marty told me that once a couple years thought? ago. A thought, yeah. Weird. <laughs> Let's see, thought urban dictionary. I wonder if it's like a, oh yeah, thought is an acronym for that hoe over there. Oh, so it's not necessarily a hot girl. Yeah, it just happens to be. When thought is what guys call girls in school that send out nudes and porn of themselves. Very nice. So he's talking to this thought, oh sorry, he's taking this thought to a shaft factory every weekend. She lives an hour away and both of us recently ended long-term relationships and we will both be moving to different places in four-ish months. So originally we both weren't interested in a relationship but of course after visiting Pound Town once a week for six months we decided that we are in like. Now (laughs) we don't know what to do because both of us are career focused. So we came up with the conclusion that we will keep following this poon trail until it forks and break up then. Are we hurting ourselves in the long run, or should we just break it off now? P.S. Hate the show. You're both losers. Classic. <laughs> of Leonardo da Vinci. This guy talks very cool, but he's sort of falling in love with someone, and he can't articulate it. A thought. He's falling <laughs> in like. I hate millennials. <laughs> well, this guy's 39. Of course. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a situation where you were like, let's break up in four months, but for now... Let's keep it going. I uh, I think I have had that situation. And I think that there's no need to ever be like, let's break up now to save ourselves the heartache. So you're you saying know, just, just keep like it going. Just fucking do whatever. You you have like a, an end date, but you don't just, you know, whatever. It's but if, if it's going to end later, why doesn't, end, why doesn't it just end now? Because they're in like now you're fucking and that feels good and it's nice. So, so it's not harder. It, the the re- rationale is that it's harder to break up in the future because you'll get deeper and deeper in like. Yeah, well, just be a just be a fucking beast and power through. That's oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, like, when you're sad but you're a beast, what happens? You <laughs> you sort of let out a primal roar. That's awesome. Like, and then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, are you still sad? And then you're a little you're a little surprised at yourself that you were able to roar so loud. <laughs> uh-huh. And then you're like, I'm gonna eat macaroni and cheese. And Got then you it. sort of drown your sol- sorrows in food. So I think, yeah, you you. And scream. does that make you happier? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. you're, because you're eating mac and cheese, and because you screamed primal roar. <laughs> I think primal roar, uh, macaroni and cheese, and time with your friends. <laughs> I think it's just the third one. You just like screaming and eating cheese. <laughs> All your advice is screaming, eating mac and cheese, and then doing the one thing you should do. Yeah. So like, if your feet hurt, you should scream, eat mac and cheese, and go see a doctor, podiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you like your hair is starting to look a little ratty, you'll scream, eat mac and cheese, and get a haircut. Yeah. And then yeah. wash it with shampoo and conditioner. Of, of course. Of course. Yeah. And if your stomach hurts, maybe uh, scream, eat some mac and cheese, and then figure out what's really hurting the issue. Unfortunately, you're lactose, you're lactose intolerant. intolerant. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, I say if you're planning on breaking up later, why not just break up now? 
Time is, your time on earth is finite. Why waste it with somebody you know you're never going to see again? Well, because you're fucking that person. That's why. But you can be fucking somebody else. Would you rather have sex with a new person or the same person? New person, of course. So that's what he can be doing. You can you can have sex with the old person and the new person. I'd rather have sex with two persons. Make new thoughts, but keep the old. One is silver and the other's thoughts. <laughs> thoughts? Negative. <laughs> oh, fair. All right. Two options. Quick answer. Let's see if we can get to another one. Uh, this one's from a lady. <gasps> Hey-ho. Let's call her Donatella. Very good. I could use some advice. My name is Donatella, and I'm a graduating senior in high school, and I'm an actor. I got cast in a one-act about some chill teens hanging out in the woods, and it's a super gay show. (laughs) I'm playing a band teacher's daughter who has a sexually charged conversation with another girl in their crew about how much experience she's had and what sex means to her. And then at the end of the show, me and this other girl make out on stage. Even though I'm pumped for this, I have a few issues. One... I'm bisexual and my mother doesn't know. She wants to go see the play. Since it's what they call edgy youth theater, it's going to be in some super small black box, which means I'll be making out with another girl on stage, possibly 10 feet away from my mom. How should I handle the situation? I don't want to come out to my mom, but every time I'm involved in something a little gay, she'll stare at me and she thinks I'm not paying attention and she'll ask me questions about why I want to be involved in this gay thing and it's actually horrible. I'm so close to going to college and getting to do just the gay stuff whenever I want, on stage or off. And I need to make it through this summer. And I want this to be not a big deal. Advice? Thanks for reading this. This is a real exciting thing. Love, Donatella. All right, Donatella. Um, she feels like there's a couple different questions in here, doesn't it? She's bi and she doesn't know how to tell her mom. But then the also, one. like, the... It's like, should I do the play in front of my mom where I make out with a girl? And like, you don't, you know, that's sort of like a different question to me. That's like an artistic expression, but it's like a little, it might make your mom uncomfortable. And then sure, you've added layers of complication by, uh, uh, you know, being by and keeping it from your mom. Yeah. So. I've heard of coming out as gay. I've never heard of coming out as bi. Because being bi feels like half gay. So it's not like you even have to come all the way out. It's like, mom, by the way, I'm straight. But I'm also gay. You could just say, mom, bi, (laughs) the way. And then, (laughs) bi, the end. And then she slaps you. (gasps) (gasps) You're gay? Bigot. Yeah. Have you heard of coming out as bi? Do you have any friends that came out to you as bi? Yeah, I I had a friend that came out to me as bi. That's um, but fun. then he eventually came out as gay after that. Of course. I think for him, it seemed like it was easier than coming out as gay. Like, you know, just sort of dipping your foot in the water. Yeah. It's like, like letting your friends know, like, hey, guys, I also like guys. But don't worry. I still like pussy as much as you. <laughs> Woo! Uh, and then eventually it was just like, no. Uh I don't know if that's her experience. Plenty of people are straight bi. It must be fun to be bi. Just every option on the table. You meet a guy, could you have a crush on him? You have meet a girl, same thing. It's probably a little tough, though, because there aren't a lot of guys and girls who are attracted to... Like, can you imagine being bi and, and you know, like, 
slaying chicks and then they find out like oh you also have sex with guys yeah that's like a complicated thing yeah i don't think i don't think it's like um i don't think it's quite as easy as you might think i think it's incredibly easy i think <laughs> i'm envious of those who can be gay and straight at the same time and be sexual if you will bisexual for short and ultimately bi for the oh, shortest they have to deal with a lot of scrutiny and scorn it's uh, a lot of judgment yeah. Uh, what was I going to say about being bi? I had a really, really good point, and it was such a good point. And now that I think about it, I can't even think about what a good point it was. What, you're sure it wasn't that being bi is easy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are there bi people that only can be in relationships with other bi people? Or if you're bi, you can be with someone who's gay or straight? Um, I... Man, I, I can't pretend to know all of the nuances, but I will say if you're bi, you can fuck whoever you want, whether they're gay or straight. Right. But there's no like bi's like, I really got to hook up with another bisexual. I don't think so. It's like the you're the universal donor, which makes you the universal receiver. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think gay people are like, I need to hook up with, with other gay people. It's like if they're the same sex, then that's fine. Mm, you're saying that... Hmm. Okay. I'm bi. <laughs> you are? Yeah. <laughs> Congrats. That's exactly what you wanted to be. <laughs> I'm just, the problem is I don't find myself attracted to, to men. men. So you're not bi. Well, I'm, I'm bi, but not the gay part. So you are interested in men and women sexually, but not men. Yeah, not so much. Not so much men, no. <laughs> What should this woman do about her mommy? I feel like, you know, tell your mom the play is going to suck because that's true. I can already <laughs> tell this, this play in a black box theater in the basement. Uh, it sounds pretty hot, actually. It's, you know, I would also maybe say, do we have to have a full makeout scene at the end? This, it's edgy teen. It's youth. edgy teen, but it's not, and it's like, I don't know. I don't think you need to make such a statement with the art if your mom's going to be there. If you want, like, I guess what I'm saying is that if the if the performance material makes you uncomfortable performing it in front of your mom, it's not necessarily such a pivotal, pivotal important moment of your life to do this play and do it right. Yeah, or the <laughs> There's easy... a good chance that the play's kind of lame. Here's I the feel easy... real bad at it. I feel really bad. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a great play. Here's the easy way out, and this is what I would do, because okay. this show is ultimately called If I Were You. Great. For the show that my mom's there, I fake make out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and I yeah, I shouldn't have said that the play was bad. I'm sure for, it's a great play. For every other show, go for the full make out for the mom show. And again, this is advice that's not have an open and honest dialogue with your mother about your sexual orientation and she'll learn to love you. That's not our advice here. Our, my advice is to fake make out so your mom doesn't find out you're bi yet. I, well, I do think that that's, I think that's the move because it seems like she, you know, might want to have this conversation with her mom one day, but maybe not like this. Maybe this isn't the time. I don't think your mom's going to automatically assume that you're bi if you kiss a girl in the play. But I don't think you have to do the uh, crawling on top of each other make out thing in front of your mom. I haven't read the material. The source material. Uh, but this is another. Didn't this come up recently? They're like, we should have a bi person on the show. Yeah. Or an open relationship. Like, who to have, uh, it wasn't a bi person. It was a gay person. But we should have somebody that's like, 
a little more uh, smart sexual about sexuality than us. Yeah, there was someone in an open relationship, polyamorous. Yeah, I do want to have somebody on like that, but like usually when we have somebody on, we don't want to like pester them with our uh, our um, naivete. Yeah, uh, uh, but I, I would want to have somebody on with like. This is a safe place. I'm going to ask you a lot of really, really dumb questions. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't think I would mind. I mean, I would go on a podcast and talk about, like, basketball or Judaism or uh, Adam Sandler movies. I would feel comfortable and open talking about those three topics. Mm -hmm. So maybe a bye or I guess we'd have to ask them beforehand instead of bombard them. Yeah, I think that's – they'd have to come come on under the guise uh, of – we are going to go into a place where these guys are idiots and they have questions. What about sitting the mom down and going, tell them, mom, I'm bi. Tell them, mom, bye. <laughs> Let's move on to, I think, the break at this point. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to take a long <laughs> walk and we'll finish the podcast <laughs> when, when I you get, get back. back in an hour or two. But I need to take a long <laughs> walk. I need to take a shower. Mm-hmm. And I need, frankly, I need to have. A, a pretty honest <laughs> conversation with myself. <laughs> Sit and think if I really want to keep on keep on doing this show with you. Holy and shit. be on the show, the partnership, and just like working <laughs> together in any capacity. Because that was... <laughs> I'm actually going to be sick. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Based on the... <laughs> tell them, <laughs> tell them I'm, I'm by. That one. That one guy. That's really. This is coming from someone that sucks on toilet handles. <laughs> this is what gets you sick. That's fair. Well, thanks to the sponsors. Fair, it, it might be the fecal matter. <laughs> of from... course, <laughs> there is shit on your teeth. You have a shit eating grin, as I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we'll be back after this break. Bye. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. 
Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti-movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non-movement movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Damn, Daniel, we're back from the break with the white vans. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> have to take another walk <laughs> the fuck dude you just got back from a week-long walk come see us in montreal baby july you're going down under mate <laughs> no all right july 25th montreal uh july 26th headgum live in montreal we're hosting a show with the twinovation crew sans mike carnell jake's hosting twinovation that's what's up uh black man can't jump John Gabris is high and mighty. We'll be in the house. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to feel like camp all over again. And Montreal is just an awesome city. So if you live in or near Montreal, uh, tickets are available at jacobandamir.com or the JFL website. It's part of the comedy festival. Very nice. Buy those now. I'm, so, I'm talking right now. This second. What do you think about... Um, oh, and we're in Portland tomorrow if tickets aren't sold out yet. Oh, shit. Tonight, if you're listening on Monday, uh, June 19th, tonight is our show in San Francisco, which is sold out. Tomorrow Sorry. is our show in Portland, which may be sold out. And then our show in LA on Wednesday, which sold is out. sold out. Um, what do you think of segment ideas for our podcast? I realize I we don't really like have it. segments. Yeah. But what can they be? Like, we can, like questions is still going to be part of the show for sure. Right. But then it could be like maybe one of the segments can be like open advice, like advice that isn't necessarily solicited, unsolicited. Oh, unsolicited. Like what's your unsolicited advice of the day or something like that? Uh huh. Uh, we could do little games like uh, would you rather trivia or something like that. Mm -hmm. A little never have I ever. Yeah. Perhaps a um, we'll go over a news item or something. I don't know. It could be really open ended like that. Mm -hmm. We could do. Uh, 
what don't you know about me? Something that we haven't told anybody, like Ooh. a confession. Like, um, that's a fun idea. Uh, like the fact that you uh, pee sitting down more yeah. often than you do standing up. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I talk about that on the show already, but it can be something that's completely secretive to you. With something on that or on earth that nobody knows. About me? Yeah, or about me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I'd have to think about it. But if you have any ideas for segments that we can add to the show, I think it'd be fun. Because I listen to other podcasts and the segments are so uh, s- structured and part of the show. And I look forward to certain segments. And I wonder if that will infuse some fresh air into this podcast. Yeah. Because we crossed the four-year barrier the wow. other the other week. Yeah, we, I, it, it's true. We should... I would like to have like a well. I mean, this show we spent twenty five minutes up top talking about the Mona Lisa. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that could be it. That could be a segment. <laughs> <laughs> this moment in art history. But then, like, uh, if we want to get really into it, we can have like little intro theme songs to the segments too. Yeah, like that's fun. Yeah, I like that. Or like you host one segment and I host another. Maybe we have a guest or something, a call in or something like that. That's something. I don't know. Let us know. Well, well, what would you like to hear about? Is it us talking about something else? Is it us talking about each other? Is it a super personal something about ourselves? Is it just our viewpoints on current events? Does that make it not evergreen? I don't know. A lot of things to consider, but hit us up with segment ideas. Oh, here's a bad segment idea. Go ahead. I'll just read a random news headline, and you tell me something that pops in your head. Okay, ready? Okay. Um... New Apple feature secretly hints at exciting future for Apple TV. Hmm. Interesting. See? Okay, so that could be a segment. That's like, cool. that's a segment. Yeah. That's a segment. Like, for that's you to a... say interesting after an article. Like you don't that. even want me to, cons- like, to, to say anything else. Yeah. Like, what that exactly, exactly. Of. Yeah, you wouldn't say anything else. Really? So here's one. Um, behind Trump's silence, why the counterpuncher let others do the punching? Cool. That's cool. Yeah, right? See, that's huh. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Do you want me to say anything about... Uh-uh. This? Yeah, no, I, I'm saying this... Is, yeah, this is a bad segment idea, but it could be one where I'm just like... Reading news headlines. Yeah, supermarket killer posted video describing plan. Wow. See, that's enough. Like, Why I don't need I to weigh in, in on this. No, you wouldn't weigh in. <laughs> I just need your first... Your instant reaction. It's just like, huh. It can even be as easy, as simple as you going, huh. Cool. And you don't even need to say it. You can just say it once and we can reuse it. Really? So if yeah. I just said, huh... Yeah, and I can say news articles like uh, Android O developer Preview 3 has a persistent notification for background apps. Huh. Exactly. <laughs> so do you want me to say anything about that? No, you don't have to say anything. <laughs> you don't have to weigh in. I'm saying you don't have to wax philosophical or make a point. I just have an interesting POV on this whole thing because yeah. I have an Android. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's one. This one is called uh, Saying Memes. So I'd be like, cash me outside. How about da? And then what would you say? Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the questions. <laughs> and then I could say it in a different way. I could be like, all right, cash me outside. How about da? <laughs> it could be different every time. Yeah, that was pretty much the same. Cash me outside. How about, this is Amir Blumenfeld reading for the role of cash me outside, girl. Cash me outside. How about da? You didn't, you're not changing <laughs> the, you're, you're, you're pronouncing it wrong. Let's a few, let's get a few wild, how about da's? It's not even, all right. <laughs> how about da? Why do you feel like you need to read for her, the role of her? Because she is her. She was a, she's a real person, not an actress. Right, why don't you just, please cash me outside. How and about? actually, frankly, how about da? <laughs> uh, but for now, let's get back to what 
what made our show great originally? Let's make our show great again. Uh, another question from another listener. This one's name is Raphael. Ooh. Raphael writes, Hey guys, I've got a bit of a situation that I could use your advice on. An old friend who I haven't seen or talked to in six years is in town, and he contacted me wanting to hang out. It's painfully awkward because back in the day, our friendship was pretty one-sided, but I felt bad for him because he was homeschooled and he doesn't have any friends. He's in town for an unknown amount of time. So should I dodge his texts indefinitely? Reply knowing that we'll probably have a terrible time with nothing to talk about? Or just tell him straight up and risk crushing him? Thanks and Toda, Raphael. It's, wait, an old friend moved? An old friend moved back into town. Okay. Uh, they haven't talked in six years. He doesn't want to hang out with them. Does he dodge the text? Does he not answer them? Does he answer them but keep it cryptic? How do you not hang out with someone that you don't want to hang out with? Dodge the text. You don't respond at all? Dodge the text. Is dodge meaning no complete ignore? Or does it mean, hey, I don't know, this week's busy. Let me talk. Yeah, I'll see yeah. you later. She's like, what are you up to this weekend? Like, I'm not really around. I'll hit you up next week. And okay. Then you don't. And then if he texts does. you again, you say... Uh, not around this week. I'll yeah. text you next week. Got it. Then you just don't do it. You keep, and I think after a little while, he gets the idea. But the last thing you want to do is be like, hey, man, straight up, it's over between us. Straight and up like, to my face. Straight up, now tell me, are you really going to love me forever? Oh, oh, oh. oh. That could be another segment. Uh, straight up, what did you hope to, to learn, learn about me? If I was someone else, would this song fall apart? Strange, where were you when we started this thing? I wish the real world would just stop hassling me. That could be another segment. Yeah. What would it be like to be the rainmaker? <laughs> Uh, what's another straight up song? That <laughs> uh, we had straight up, straight up to my face. Yeah, straight, uh, straight up, up. Now tell me. Do you really want to love straight me? Straight up. What, what did, did you? you? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't even have to be straight up. It can be like songs that lead into the other. Okay. So straight up. What did you want to learn about me? And I think it's what did you hope to learn about here? Here. Okay. So what's the song that starts with here? It starts with here. Uh, um, here I stand once again. I've fallen into pieces. Pieces. The pieces. pieces the pieces <laughs> of me. Me. Myself and I. No, it's a me song. <laughs> uh, the song me, that starts with me. Me. Or a song that has me in it. I. Um, um, <laughs> there's a Dave Matthews song that that does that starts with the word me, but I can't remember the. How can we not the, think of one song that contains the word me? You, I think you can, but you have to, it has to like start the the line. No, it could be in the middle. It could be in the. Yeah. Um. What's even a, oh, a song that has the word me in it? Uh, I don't Talk know. It me. seems like you and me. It has to be. Oh, song. Uh, I got. I know one. Uh, so sing the one, oh pieces of me. Yeah. Pieces of me. me. We used to be together every day together. Are we? We, we are the champions, champions my friends. This could be a segment. I'm serious. We have to get better at it. No, yeah, of course. Can we edit that together to make it look like we really nailed every single one? That's really good. That'd actually be a pretty fun uh, comedy act. Oh, that's good. I was going to say drinking game. Oh, that's tr that too. Yeah. Um, 
Dodging texts. I say dodge. Is it okay to lie or are you not lying? No, you're lying. You're sort of lying, but you know, I don't think it's really, if you said, can you hang out this weekend? And I was like, uh, I can't hang out this weekend. You don't have to say why, because when you say why, it's a lie. But the truth is, I can't hang out this weekend because I don't want to see you. You just <laughs> didn't include the second half. Yeah. So I can't hang out this weekend. Because I don't like you. Right. But you don't say that part. She's like, I can't hang out this weekend. I'll text you next week. And I Got guess it. that's the lie because you know you won't. So the whole truth is, I can't hang out this weekend with you. I don't like hanging out with you. And yeah. that would ruin my weekend. Right. Oh, what about next week? Can't. I'm busy next weekend ignoring you yep. is the full thing. Because I don't really like you. Yep. That's what you say. Can't. I'm busy thing. next week. I'll hit you up when I'm back is you what you say. You always got to take the ball. Yeah, you take the ball. You okay. say, I'll hit you up when I am free. Yeah. And then you're never free <laughs> to hit them up because it's literally the last thing you want to do. So then it's not a lie. You say, I'm not around this weekend. I'll let you know when I'm free. Game over. You don't. You are never free to hang out with them because you don't want to. <laughs> Freedom a lie. Freedom means you are free to do whatever you want. And if you don't want to hang out with them, you don't have to. I think if you straight up say... Uh, I don't want to see you. Then you're going to run into him at, at, at a bar and it's going to be uncomfortable. And no, you don't need to do that. Spare him that. He probably barely wants to see you too, man. Nice, dude. Thanks. Uh, do we have time for one more question? I got time. All right, let's read it. Ready? Ooh, this is from a lady. April? The the female, the April female Ninja Turtle? April writes, my name is April, and I'm a 23-year-old Canadian stage actress living in the UK. About six months ago, I performed in a show overseas for six weeks. In these cases, you tend to get really close to the people you are working with, as I see them every day, are traveling, performing, and hanging out together, and all living in the same hotel. Anyway, I became very close with one of my castmates, and the more time we spent together, the more we realized we were really into each other. One thing led to another, and we started to fool around. Now there was a bit of a problem as this guy was in a long-term, though troubled, relationship. I myself was casually dating someone, but was not in an exclusive situation. We would sneakily meet to fool around, but kept it a secret while we were never engaged in actual intercourse. We basically did everything else. And let me tell you guys, it was incredibly hot. <laughs> the guy would feel guilty the next day. We would chat about it and decide that we should just keep it friendly. Then a few days later, we find ourselves fooling around again, like we couldn't resist each other. It all got a bit crazy, so we left to return to London. We broke it all off. And we have not seen each other since. I went back to the guy I was dating, and he went back to his girlfriend. I recently became single and was hanging out with another castmate from the show, and he informed me that this guy broke things off with his girlfriend is now also single. I can't help but think about the amazing chemistry we had, and it would be very down to hook I would be very down to hook up again, especially now that there's no drama involved. But I'm not sure what I need to make it happen. We haven't spoken in a long time, and I don't want to come off as too eager, so I don't know. Any advice? Love the podcast and you guys. Thanks. Love April. Hell yeah. This is great. Go for it? Of course. How do you do that? How do you open it up again? Just send a text. Oh, and say, hey, I hear you're single? No, don't say that. You just say, hey, (laughs) it's been a long time. How are you? What have you been up to? Do you think it'll be as sexy if it's not forbidden? Yes, because now they can actually fuck. Have you... They never have fucked. But when you um, have fooled around in a dangerous way with someone, did you ever go back to that person once it didn't become dangerous? Yes, and it was much hotter. Really? Without the danger? I don't think the guilt is hot. Oh, I would assume it's the other thing way around. The forbiddenness of it is what made it sexy. 
Maybe to some people, not to me. I always felt like shit. Oh, interesting. So, so why did you do it? Because um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, a self-saboteur. Uh-huh. Is that <laughs> weak-minded, weak-willed? Bad human. I get some sort of perverse pleasure out of being uh, adored uh-huh. uh, by strangers and not the people who actually love me. I don't know. It sounds like you do know. Uh, yeah. Have you ever been to therapy? No. Because you feel like I got it figured out. I know it's definitely like a little it's a disaster in there. But I, <laughs> What I do is I cram it all in the closet, but I keep it locked. It's, yeah, it is kind of like that. Like I, I, I lock the demons away, but the, it's a glass door. Like I see them. I know who they are. I know what they're about. We should. But uh, I haven't like studied it ever. Yeah. Or, or asked anybody else to. I've been curious to go to therapy myself because I'm like, oh, what would I talk about? But then everyone's like, trust me, there's things you would talk about. Yeah, it's interesting. Because I want maybe we should both go and we'll like talk about our. But then maybe that ruins therapy. Does it have to be secretive? I don't know. Well, a lot of people talk about their therapy, but I not think, publicly. No, people do. Pete Holmes does on his podcast. So, but then maybe we wouldn't be as open. Like if I find some crazy shit out and then I come on the show and I'm like, what should I, what yeah, do I I'd probably do? still pick and choose what I shared on the, on the show, but it'd be interesting. Would you want to find a therapist and both go? Yeah, I'd be down. It could be a tax write-off, right? We could pay for it uh, from our company card. Right, because we're talking about it on the podcast. That's great. It's a business expense. Okay. Plus a mental a... health expense. As long as it's a business expense, I'm down. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for it. They are pricey. Yeah. And I got a mortgage now. <laughs> uh, anyway, what should this person be do? Oh, shit. Oh, wait. It's no big deal. Go for it. Yeah. Send the text. And I don't, you don't have to be like, hey, I heard you broke up. Just say... Uh, that you want to catch up and everybody can read between the lines you guys will fuck it will be great that's and nice follow up pop us on this let us know how it goes yeah because I bet it goes hotly indeed although isn't it a bad sign that he didn't reach out to her uh, no because maybe he still has like lingering guilt maybe it, he's not like ready he's broken up and he doesn't necessarily want to like move on right away maybe he's you know who knows what he's going through but I'm sure that I'll be happy to hear from you with shorts of absolute jorts. Of absolute jorts. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our episode. Thanks for listening. Ta-da. If you have your own questions, your own theme songs, uh, send them all to show at gmail.com. Our opening song was written by Timothy, Timmy, 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 Timmy Badger. And this closing one, oh, this closing one is cooled. Cool. It was, uh, he took Thomas and Ben singing on our 100th episode and arranged it to music. Wow. So he made a musical out of the song that they had sung on our 100th episode. I uh, just wanted to shout out our Twitch videos again. We're doing live stream on Twitch uh, every Friday, I think. Uh, so go to twitch.tv slash headgum to watch us play games, have fun, live stream out of our office. If you ever want more content, uh, that's where you should go, twitch.tv slash headgum. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week, and have a pleasant, pleasant week yourself. We don't often say that, but... We don't say it enough. Maybe that could be a pleasant. segment. <laughs> Just saying, have a pleasant week. Yeah. It's time for have a pleasant week. Here we go. Have a pleasant week. Uh, we'll be back. Enjoy this song. Toda, bye. Ooh, if I were you. With Jake and the mirror Talking about if I were you 
deadened a tear I said if I were you I'd make up my mind real quick If Jake was you He'd probably let you suck his dick hands, looking at each other in the eyes and kissing. That's right, we hold each other's hands, we look at each other's eyes and we kiss four dudes, kissing. That was a HeadGum Podcast.